but you came and you were like, we need to pack up everything. This is a super big deal. So I was just like, okay, I'm just go with the flow. We can pack up everything, leave some stuff in storage. Um, but it did feel pretty quick. And I feel like it didn't really hit me until two weeks after being home, probably. So mm-hmm. like, wow, that's it for my freshman year. I set an alarm on my phone for two weeks because I was like, oh, when I get back from Chicago, I won't go anywhere for two weeks to like <laughs> quarantine, whatever. And then I'll be free to like hang out and like go see people. And then that alarm went off and I was still in my house. That was so sad. <laughs> I was like, dang, I really can't go anywhere. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to the homeschool planning period. This is a very special edition for parents with college students. Guess what, guys? They're back. This is Tamu. (laughs) And this is Kim with tips tools, and tricks while quarantining in 2020. During this episode, we have interviewed two very special guests. These bright young college students are our daughters who have come home and they're going to finish the school year at the house. So both Tamu and I have always said, we are raising men and women, not boys and girls. So part of this process includes a release usually to college, but a release nonetheless. So now we find ourselves in a situation where these partially grown people are back at home. We can almost say we rescued them though from the pandemic. It took uh, Lauren, my daughter, almost a week to get home. Her flight was canceled several times and right when we decided to make the 13 hour drive to go get her, she finally got on a flight. So I'm gonna let Lauren explain her journey home. Yeah, okay, that was crazy. I booked my flight like you know in a timely manner and everything and then it got canceled and one of my friends who's also from Atlanta um we were trying to fly back together so we pushed back our flight like another couple of days because we wanted to spend more time with people (laughs) because like we weren't gonna see them so we're like dang like let's not leave as early as we were planning so you can see people a little bit longer And then that flight got canceled, and then the next flight got canceled, and then the morning that we were supposed to leave, that flight got canceled as well. So we were kind of sitting, like, with our room completely packed up, like, what do we do now? (laughs) So we, like, bought a ticket from a different airport and, like, a different airline, and that one didn't get canceled. But it was very stressful. And a lot of other students at UChicago or, like, a lot of our... um, friends and stuff they had been like at the airport when their flights got canceled and they didn't really have anywhere to go like had to just chill in a friend's room or like chill at the airport for hours while they waited for their next flight so I was lucky in that I didn't have to deal with that but it was very stressful like having flights canceled constantly like every morning it's like oh your flight has been canceled it's like oh cool that's fine I guess but not really right I'm a planner and I'm really not a fan of surprises. So this release to rescue, to readjusting and re-engaging was very difficult. And sometimes it still is. Let me tell you my story of retrieving Lainey. On Friday, March the 13th, I woke up at 4 a.m., got ready, headed to the airport to get on a 6 a.m. Southwest flight to New Orleans. I literally looked like a surgeon. I had on a mask, gloves, old pair of jeans and a hoodie. 
maybe a homeless surgeon, but nonetheless, I wasn't taking any chances at one of the busiest airports in the nation. After the security checkpoint, I discarded those gloves, put on new ones. Like I said, no chances. Kept my hands in my pocket to just not, I wasn't touching anything. So I had to go rescue Lainey from her second semester freshman year because um, the school had just announced that they were moving to online classes the following Monday. We packed up her room, put the large items in storage, and then the rest of the stuff we put in her car, left Louisiana, didn't get back to Atlanta till 5 a.m. I had been awake for 25 hours. This may seem traumatic, but it's also life. The lesson our college students will have to learn now not only includes online classes, but a real-life lemonade lesson. The world has never gone through anything like this before, not in our lifetime. This is a time we have to get creative and work outside the box. Uh, online school is not easy, especially being a STEM major, having online labs, because you're being quizzed over labs that you didn't do, um, which can be difficult. But um, I think everybody's just doing the best that they can. Okay, so at first it was a really hard adjustment. Um, I'm someone who likes to be in class and study in the library, talk to my classmates, and actually go to my teacher's office hours. Um, which are actually all things that I can do virtually as well, but it just takes, it requires extra motivation to actually do those things for your classes when you're online at home. Um, so it took a little bit of work to get myself past the sadness so that I could fully give um, my online classes the motivation and the time that they needed, but now I feel like I'm in a good flow or rhythm of things. I didn't at first um, adjust really well to having a lot of motivation. I think that when I first got home, I was like more sad and kind of um, discouraged to do work. And especially like with maintaining motivation to do things in classes that were optional, like Lainey was saying, it's hard when you know like you don't necessarily have to go to a class that's like, or like you don't have to go to office hours. It kind of takes a little bit more motivation to go to those things. But I think as I got more into the um, schedule of classes and things like that, I got more used to doing things online and my motivation has gotten a lot better. How do you encourage these partially grown humans to complete their independent process? We're calling this the five R's of college and COVID. Raising, releasing, rescuing, readjusting, and re-engaging. I mean, technically they are adults, but um, now that they're back at the house, they're just pretty dependent of adults. So this is a delicate balance. We have to manage our homes, but also allow our grownish kids to flourish. We have to give them space, but also have them be present. So we know this is a crisis and we're all trying to survive. But again, we don't wanna just survive, we wanna thrive during this time. But sometimes it's really difficult. Both for parents and their offspring. Let's listen to Lauren. Coming back home and being used to having a certain level of freedom mm -hmm. is um, weird coming back and having your day managed a little bit more. Like my parents have specific rules about like what time we get up in the morning or like chores and what time we go to bed. And it's weird to adjust my schedule to that. And 
so I've we've worked out something now that works so now we're good but at first it was rocky um I think I've been good about like making my family do different activities together like watching movies and stuff like that or like game nights or whatever Mm, making my mom do stuff um which I think is good yeah but yeah I'm pretty sure I've probably been more of like an annoyance than a help (laughs) so right now we are eight weeks in shelter in place and although we are making the best of it we are we still have to admit that it can be overwhelming at times so we decided to link our feelings to the stages of grief I know it seems dramatic but it actually helped I googled grief and found that they have five stages denial anger bargaining depression and acceptance and then we talked about it let's take a listen to these ladies going through their stages so I didn't think that we were coming back, but I did have hope that I was going to be able to like come back and stay with a friend um, in the middle of a quarter and just like hang out with people and do online classes together and kind of like create a fake school. And that obviously can't happen. <laughs> um, but as far as moving out and stuff, like everyone was taking it pretty seriously just because um, our RAs and like upper leader people were being really strict about everything like they started closing down dining halls and we weren't allowed to get into libraries and things like that and they canceled all these events like really um quickly I guess Hmm. so it felt very urgent um I think when I first realized that something was happening was when they canceled my study abroad trip for the summer um to Costa Rica um, we were at that point we're kind of like you know what is this like why how is this big enough for them to cancel our whole trip um, and then after that I think it was a week or two weeks later they um, sent out an email saying that they were moving to online classes so the whole thing just happened pretty pretty fast pretty abruptly um, and then you were like I think a week before they said they were changing to online classes you texted me you were like we need a game plan and I was like, a game plan for what? I'm not leaving. You're like, okay, I'm going to fly down and we're going to pack up all your stuff. Um, and the whole time I was just kind of laughing with my roommate. I was like, my mom thinks they're going to cancel the semester. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, this all happened. I think bargaining for me might have been like, oh, I can go back. It's fine. Like, I'll go back um, in the middle of the quarter and just hang out with people and it'll be fine. Like, it's not the best, but at least I'll be around my friends. And that didn't happen. (laughs) So, (laughs) kind of. Were you, were you, you did you go through a stage where you were pretty angry? Um, a little bit. I think when I got home and I was home for a while, I was like, wow, this really sucks. Like, this is not what I wanted. annoyed I don't know if it was like anger anger yeah but maybe just like annoyance and then depression yeah depression was real I was like what is this why is my life this hard even though like I'm fine like I'm fine but I was being dramatic and like it was just so sad because I felt like a lot of things in spring were gonna be like really cool like a lot of opportunities that I was looking forward to 
and spring quarter at my school's the best quarter because it's the only quarter where we can go outside really (laughs) (laughs) like out of all quarters like why does it have to be the good one and I don't know there were like a lot of really cool things that were going to happen that we were all looking forward to they all just got canceled all the like seniors who are graduating we like didn't really get to say a proper goodbye to them or like Um, all the cool scenery things with them so that was also kind of sad and then being at home can be like really um not like it's not the worst thing in the world but sometimes it feels that way just because you're like not doing anything it's weird to get readjusted to your house and the rules of your house and you don't really have anything to do it's just it's weird I will play like guitar with Julian (laughs) I will watch Netflix, I'll do homework, I'll text people, and I kind of just rotate between those things, and like rotate between Instagram and Twitter on my phone, and after a while, like it's, for a couple days, I'm like, oh, this is like very relaxing, and then after a while, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm losing my mind, like, I don't have anything to do, and I think I'm the type of person who likes to be really busy all the time. And so not having, like, a ton of things to do, I had too much time to, like, think about my life. And then I started having all these, like, internal crises and, like, thinking about things that had happened years ago that I hadn't processed. And I was like, wait, now I have to think about stuff. I don't know. It was weird. I was being way too dramatic, but. (laughs) You good now? Yeah, we're chilling. (laughs) Not really, but yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't think I was ever angry. Mm probably like Lauren said just more annoyed I was like because I mean we miss spring fest like all the fun things that spring was supposed to bring you know like Mm -hmm. as a freshman spring semester is where you really get established and you feel like you finally found your group of friends group of people and to just kind of be ripped from all that it was just like well this is annoying and inconvenient um but I mean after that you kind of go through a like well it could be much worse stage. Um, so for me, I think that's that's the point I'm at right now, where it's just like I might as well just try and continue to finish the semester strong, because I mean things have been a lot worse for people than they have been for me. So I'm just gonna try and do my best in these online classes. And yeah. Did you go through a depression? Um. I don't know if it was a depression, but it was more so getting accustomed to the online classes. Like, I wasn't performing as well as I would if I was taking a test, like, at school or studying at school. It was hard to find a balance between that. So, I don't know if it was depression as much as it was, like, just an adjustment, you know? Ultimately, I think we are all in acceptance, but the stages may restart when summer gets here. Um, but we'll cross that bridge when it get when it does. Um, thanks to Corona, these ladies, along with every other college student, had to readjust back to their parents' homes while managing the stress of their college classes. Here's how these ladies are making the best of it. Hmm. Um, but I think like making the most of it is like finding unique things to do online or doing like watch parties, trying to still keep in contact with people and. Uh, continue building those friendships that were halted Um, and finding new hobbies as well has been really cool like 
I've gotten to finally do things that I've wanted to do for a really long time, but haven't, I've made the excuse that I didn't have enough time to do them. So like what? So Julian has been teaching me guitar. Oh, you know, so I've been doing a lot of that and I've been writing a lot like for fun um, because I'm trying to work on finishing like a couple of the scripts. So now I, I have time to actually like sit down and write them. So I was supposed to be shadowing at a hospital in Costa Rica and taking some medical Spanish courses this summer. And obviously the trip got canceled, which was really sad, but I keep reminding myself that everything happens for a reason. So instead this summer, I'll be taking online courses um, through my school, which is a great way to get things done right now that I don't want to take in the fall, like history and theology. Um, So I can focus on my science classes when I get back to school. But um, when my finals finish up, I would like to develop some new hobbies like baking and ultimately just work on some personal goals. So that'll be really nice. So making the best time of uh, best of this time is key. And uh, sometimes it can be very disappointing when things don't work out the way we planned them to. So the truth is times are very uncertain right now. And we have become a little bit more adaptable during this time. We asked Lainey and Lauren to give us to give some advice to their fellow students. So um, kind of like we discussed, I would write out a schedule at the beginning of each week. It's, um, it's easy to get in a flow in a flow when you're at school on campus but when you're at home things can get really thrown off so I would make sure to write out everything you want to accomplish that week uh the worst thing at least for me that I can do is step into a week with no direction like if I don't kind of write out what I need to do what I have going on that week I get really confused and kind of lose motivation very quickly Um, I would also make sure, like for me, I have a time difference. It's just one hour, but the hour can make a lot of a difference. So kind of write out each week just to remind yourself what times your classes are and what day. Um, And I would also say just be patient with yourself. Like oftentimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves for no reason. So just be comfortable in the fact that, you know, this is definitely a traumatic situation. And if you're doing your best, you should be at peace with that. So that comes with a lot of comfort and it just allows you to do better um yeah so I definitely agree with Lainey's thing about like planning out what you have to do I think it also helps motivate you more um and not get too bogged down when you get kind of confused about like when your classes are or what assignments you have I think it's also cool to write down things that you want to get done outside of school like um a book you want to read or even a movie you want to watch I think even just having something on a to-do list that's like fun can make you feel like you're being productive but also give you something to do um finding hobbies are fun like trying something new and having goals within those like if you're learning an instrument saying like oh I want to practice for 30 minutes every day or I want to learn this specific skill or something like that um trying to do things to be active moving from room to room every now and then just helps with motivation and with staying focused I think as well Screen time is, like, hard because it's, I mean, your phone's just always on you, and especially when there's not a lot to do, it can get really easy to um, only go on your phone. Yeah. But I think, like, forcing yourself to put down your phone sometimes and, like, hang out with your siblings or read a book or something can be really fun. Um, And 
doing a devotional is also really cool. Like you can use a Bible app and do one of those daily, like through the Bible or through a specific book of the Bible. You can also do it with your friends to like keep each other accountable and also to like um, encourage each other more as well. We've always been filled with advice for our kids, and, and mm-hmm. I'm the main one. I'm never at a loss for <laughs> advice for my children. You're not so, alone. <laughs> you're right. Um, but at this stage in their life, it's still good for us to hear their advice for parents of college students. I think students are kind of bogged down a little bit, so just being patient with us or especially like during finals or midterms if we're more stressed out just like giving us a little bit more space than usual just because we'd normally be probably locking ourselves in the library Hmm. it's weird to have like your family all around (laughs) doing like my favorite thing is when my parents would do like really little things that are really sweet like bringing me like a glass of water or something if they see I'm like stressed out and doing work or like bringing me a plate of food if they like notice I wasn't eating dinner or something like that like stuff like that's really nice I would say the biggest thing is just be understanding um like it may look like at times we're not busy or we're not doing anything but uh we do have a lot going on um especially during finals time for me like it's very draining physically and emotionally uh I think some parents aren't used to seeing their kids like in a college mindset. Like you might be used to seeing their productivity in high school, um, but it's completely different. Like, and I think meshing those two together, like being home and trying to keep your college mindset is just really difficult because nobody is really understanding each other because everybody just has the expectation that things are always going to be how they used to be. So I'll just say be understanding. Um, and yeah, I think Lauren made some really good points about just doing little things to show that you care, but not being too invasive. Um, yeah. So I loved hearing these young ladies talk about what they wanted to accomplish at the end of this season. I think like making the most of the situation as like much as I can. And also I think it's been good and like, making me appreciate my family even though like they get on my nerves and I get on their nerves like appreciating the fact that like we're safe and like I I can go home from school to like a loving family and like have everything that I need and I think also like it's given me an opportunity to like slow down and and think about a lot of things in my life that I've just like pushed aside and think about like a lot of relationships and um like goals and things like that so it's been a time to like really slow down and focus on what's important like get closer to God and things like that um and I think all the things that I've made excuses for not doing like oh I don't have time to do this thing like now I have the time to work on a lot of um projects that I wanted to do with because I have the time to do it now and I just need to make sure that I have the motivation as well. But I think it's a good time for that, for a lot of like creative growth. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it's a good time to accomplish things that maybe we wouldn't really get to accomplish because of busyness, stress, and other things that just kind of play into day-to-day life. Like literally you have no excuse really now to not 
do things that you've always wanted to done, like in terms of growing personally. I think for me, I'm taking this time because I'm hopefully going to go back to school in the fall to get back on a proper sleep schedule and to really just like grow my relationship with God, with my family, and just learn to not take things for granted. I think once everything opens back up, I'll be much more appreciative of the little things, which I think, I think honestly, everyone will, which I, which is really gonna, I don't know, it's gonna be a cool thing to see. So I think it will definitely change me at first. My concern is that like, after a few months of being back to normal, that it will go away. Hmm. but I think definitely at first like with the slowing down thing and spending more time with people and doing things that um are more for fun versus for like advancing in life and I'm hoping that I will I will actually like continue building my relationship with God and like building my relationship with people and slowing down but I'm curious to see if it actually happens yeah, I would agree with Lauren on that. Um, I think that this time is going to change everyone. Um, just because this is something that we've in our lifetime never seen before. But like Lauren said, it's just a matter of how long that change is going to last. Because I think like historically, a lot of these events will happen kind of like 9-11. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, like I'm going to change the way that I live. And then, you know, give it a few months, a few years. And it's like, it's just the past, you know. So for me, I don't want that to happen. I kind of want want to be consistent, like in the ways that I grow and I change, I want it to last. During these unprecedented times, no one has all the answers, but we do have a few suggestions in our list of seven. The list of seven. Number one, talk about adulting. We're talking about expanding their college mindset to include being able to manage multiple things, such as their finances, scheduling different things, activities, their health, their mental state, along with their classes. So we're encouraging healthy habits and adulting kind of behavior so that when they return to college, life will be easier. Number two, Get a thorough understanding of everyone's schedule. Make a huge grid so that the family can be considerate if your college student has evening classes or a scheduled exam. This includes any Zoom meetings that they have so that everyone in the house can be quiet and considerate, you know, depending on what they have going on. Number three, make a list of house needs and have your college students choose how and when they will make their contribution. And I'm talking about dinner, cleaning up, mowing the lawn, doing the dishes, the laundry, etc. Number four, provide healthy food and snacks. So it's easy for college students to kind of go about their day and their time um, snacking, open up the refrigerator and eating processed foods and that kind of thing. But try to have fresh fruits and vegetables or fresh fruit on the table for healthy snacking. And this also helps boost their immune system during this time. Number five, do things together as a family. So they may complain or say they don't have time, but push through. So you can go on walks, car rides, bark rides, watch movies, play board games, or even play video games. And this can also allow for spontaneous conversation to occur about issues in the house. 
Number six, have regular family meetings to open up the lines of communication with so many adults in the house. And lastly, number seven, speak their love language. Remember to show them you care by modeling out service and using things that actually mean something really special to them. College students, if you are listening, please remember that parents are people too. We love you and we're here for you. And to our favorite daughters, Lainey and Lauren, thank you for sharing. We pray that you will finish your semester and quarter strong. So guys, don't forget to email us at quarantteaching2020 at gmail.com, Q-U-A-R-A-N-T-E-A-C-H-I-N-G 2020 at gmail.com with any questions. And please go and like our Facebook page at the Homeschool Planning Period. Well, this episode is in the books. Until next planning period, keep washing your hands. With soap and be the teacher you want your child to have.